The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. This is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. R.E.M. Orange Crush. Uh, the uh, story that we had fun with yesterday. Everyone's really been talking about this story for the last 24 hours. I really think it's uh, it's good college fun. Like a lot of people are, got on their soapbox. Shame on the Orange Crush. Shame, shame. Do you know how many leaders of men, how many of the adults in the room... Who are the coaches of these college kids have cheated and have wronged so many people in this sport? I saw there was a there was a piece in the Indianapolis paper about ripping the orange crush. Do you know how many of these coaches find these loopholes and have have whether it's illegally paid or they jump the gun on recruiting? All the time. And I'm not saying that it necessarily makes it right. But I'm just like, before you wag the finger at like a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds who are just doing collegiate things and are just trying to get into a building by paying the cost of a ticket because it's their prank. Let's, let's, let's remember all these coaches who have been given multiple jobs after cheating at different universities. He who has not sinned cast the first stone. Everybody's guilty here. Yeah, like nobody I, is is squeaky clean I think in the world. The, of college I, like, I actually think this is a pretty fun story. I think all the way around. So I think you were team uh, Orange Crush to start with. I still say. Well, I, I don't think. Like I hope this is a smokescreen, and I hope then they. They pounce tomorrow, and like they think, they make them think that they're actually watching from cams, and they make, and then they really have a secret way to get into Carver Hawkeye. I'm with you. I but, want the games to continue to happen. Let's see what happens. Somebody it, played a card. Someone played another card. Maybe the Orange Crush are actually playing a uh, another card. All right, so what, here's what: if, if you're in your car and you don't know what the story is, let me give you some background. This. Two nights ago, I was scrolling through Twitter, and the Orange Crush tweeted out that they bought a bunch of tickets back in October. Group tickets, about 200 of them, to go to this game at the University of Iowa. That's tomorrow. The game is tomorrow. And it was to a champagne address, and the University of Iowa waited till like, February 1st to void the tickets. Well, you also have to add that the Orange Crush represented themselves right. as well, 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 the right. voice. I'll get yeah. there. I'll get there. So this is this is the tweet that the Orange Crush sent out. The Orange. I'm scrolling through Twitter. The Orange Crush sent out this this tweet saying, "Oh, we've been wronged. We've had these paid tickets 
that we go, we, we paid for these buses, we've had these tickets since October. It's always been under a champagne address. 200 tickets, we've raised money for charity, and we've paid money for these buses, and the University of Iowa waited till February 1st to void these tickets. And then we're all up in arms. Someone help off the Orange Crush. That's where your side of the story or the Iowa side of the story comes out. Iowa issues a statement, not so fast, friends. <laughs> and they say, this was a ruse that the Orange Crush said they got these tickets under false pretenses. They paid for them, yes, but they said that they were the Boys and Girls Club of Champagne. They did not say they were the Orange Crush. It was the only way that they got them. And when we reached out to them, uh, to the Boys and Girls Club of Champagne, to see if we can do something special for them a couple of days ago, it was then that we realized that it wasn't the Boys and Girls Club. And once we found out that it wasn't the, really the Boys and Girls Club, we immediately voided the ticket. Ha-ha! <laughs> Take that. Which, which we both believe... That they knew when the address came through in October. My theory is they knew when they filled the ticket order in October that it was the Orange Crush, a, a, a ticket order of 200 people in October with a champagne address. They knew and they kept them on the hook until the last minute. And then they canceled it under. They've played games back, in I my believe, opinion. I believe there's zero sincerity attached from all sides. So you believe the Iowa side played games, too? I believe that it's possible. I don't believe anybody should uh, actively be pursuing the grabbing of the moral high ground here. We've got an Iowa fan outside the studio, uh, Danny. Danny Lynch, who yeah. works at the station. Hey, you know what? Why don't you work on a better offensive game plan for your football team? Okay. He's he just did a crossover and a I know and a, I and a runner in I the lane. Was that I his think crossover was, and a I runner he, in the lane move? I think he's drunk. Like I don't think there's any moral high ground here for either side. I think that this is good old fashioned college fun, right? Like they were like back in the day, didn't you steal each other's mascot? Yeah, would you go and steal mascots? Yes. Like there's been so many pranks that have been done through Absolutely. the years. It was a great prank by the Orange you Crush. Steal tickets and you did. got busted. Yes. So good on Iowa too. You sniffed it out. They didn't steal money from the Boys and Girls Club from the universe from Champagne. They just got tickets because they don't fill the ticket order. Still sounds like you're defending the Orange Crush. Because I think it's, stu I personally think it's stupid that the University of Iowa wants to keep out bigger groups of other fan bases. This is college athletics. It's supposed to be a fun environment. They want home court advantage. And I understand other people have said, ooh, well, they had some mean fans there in the past. And they had some people saying nasty stuff. Get them out. Get the nasty fans out. Just like in any environment. You act a fool at the game, kick them out. Never let them back in. But don't, like, don't say that the entire group shouldn't be let in. There are bad fans all over the place. Hawkeye fans have bad fans. Illinois fans have bad fans. Southern Illinois fans have bad fans. Bulls fans have bad fans. But don't label the whole group. And I think it's stupid that Milwaukee Brewers, 
Don't let Cub fans go and buy tickets. Nashville Predators. Like, this is this is sports. If you want to go to a game with a group, you shouldn't be not allowed to buy tickets. First come, first serve. Buy the tickets. You get it's the their, tickets. How they want to run their business. Oh. It's the worst thing in the world. They, they bought tickets. They found a way to get through the back door. They did. They misrepresented themselves. It was a pretty sneaky attempt. To guess what? They got caught. Busted. You better have another card to play. How many? What's next? How many University of Illinois students got into the college? Saying that they were an agriculture I major. Know. I don't know. That's you went different. through the back. You went. Through, you couldn't get into the business school. And if you got caught, you know what'd what you do? Yeah. What'd you do if you got caught? You but used a different excuse. No, you got in. That's how you got in. I'm an ag major, but you know what? You changed your major after your freshman year because you got good grades. Next thing you know, you switch your major to the Listen, business. Listen, I I applaud. I applaud your effort. When you, caught, balls, when you get caught, when you get caught, you get caught. Caught doing what? Do you something get different. Do something different. So, so they, you obviously are an Orange Crush member. Uh, by yeah, I'm an Orange Crush. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still Team Orange Crush. I'm Switzerland uh, here. I think this is yes. brilliant. I want chaos, and now I want to see what the Orange Crush has up there, their sleeves. There, there, I think this is much to do about nothing. I think this is good college fun between fan bases. And I also believe that the leaders of these men have done much, much worse things. And we consistently turn our, our blind eye and let them coach. And you think I, uh, like, Illinois is right and I was wrong. Like, who's the reigning champion in college basketball? I have no idea. <laughs> Tyler, who's the reigning champion in college basketball? Kansas. Kansas. Who was suspended to start the season this year in college basketball? Bill Self. No biggie. His toupee was back on the sideline after four-game suspension. Coaching the kids. No biggie. But shame on the Orange Crush for their ruse. Shame, shame. How many banners has Cal Perry had taken down? I'm not connecting those dots, but feel free to. What do you mean, like... All the leaders of men who get paid millions of dollars to be kings of their campus. They don't can, want they don't want two hundred Illinois fans in their building because they don't want they don't want them in. I'm saying in this instance, there are a lot of people who are blaming the Orange Crush for being bad kids, bad kids, bad, bad yeah, kids. Those people who are but, silly. But I'm just saying that the coaches, meantime, make millions and millions of dollars. They continue to be the leaders of men and they're cheating hand over Who's fist. down on the Orange Crush for trying to sneak their way oh, in? I've heard all these callers these are bad kids greg doyle wrote a piece i just told you or Greg, whatever his name is in the indianapolis star tribune shame on the orange crush shame shame walk of shame orange crush so they they've they have issued an apology like what we do in college I stole yes. I stole salt and pepper shakers from McDonald's so we could have them in our apartment. That's awesome. If you got caught, you got caught. Then you got to play a different card. No one was catching us stealing salt and pepper shakers. Listen, they tried a ruse. They tried. It was a great attempt. It got it got stymied. Now you got to find something new. Find something else. Maybe you show up and I don't know what you do, but you got to have another card to play here. That's how the games play. The game doesn't stop. I hope not. So we got to encourage the the Orange Crush what to are you not pack do? it in. Well, whatever you want to do. Here's what they've 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 issued to me a culpa. 
This is the release from the Orange Crush. I say you rally. You can rally here, guys. That's what you do in college. The students of the Orange Crush are among the most passionate fans in the country. But in planning the Orange Crush road trip, we misrepresented ourselves as another active charitable organization, which exercised poor judgment. This was our mistake, and for that, we're truly sorry. We also should have never placed blame on the Iowa ticket office and director of athletic Gary Barda or called them out for canceling the tickets. Protection of their home court is and should be their priority. B.S. Well, now, you're down on the, now you're on the crush. Um, as a nonprofit organization ourselves trying to better the Champaign-Urbana community, we have the greatest respect for organizations who are doing this life-changing work every day. It was never our intention to disparage or lessen their importance. This event has been a valuable learning experience that will help form best practices for Orange Crush classes for years to come. The Orange Crush road trip prank has been a tradition that students and Illini fans look forward to every year. It is our goal to continue the annual road trip in a manner that stays true to the spirit of fun competition Illinois fans expect. And I saw yesterday they tweeted out that uh, CAMS has waived the cover charge. CAMS is a bar on campus at Illinois. Um, They have waived the cover charge for all Orange Crush members. They are allowing them into the bar first, and they're hosting them, all those who are going to travel into the bar. I hope that's a smoke smoke screen. I hope they travel to a Hawkeye Carver I agree. and they take over the campus and, and find then, a way in. And, and, and if they don't get in, guess who gets the last laugh? Iowa bars, because the Illini people will be spending their money in the Iowa campus environments, despite the fact they weren't allowed to go into the game. I love it. I love the battle. It's great. Sounds like they're waving the the orange flag. Are, are they? Are they? Or is this another smoke screen? Smoke screen? Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. I don't know. It, it sounded like a pretty good mea culpa. I mean, they do reference the fact that they misrepresented themselves as another act of charity. Um, I don't know if they'd be willing to do that and then they need the John. Another they car. need the John Belushi speech from Animal House. Is what they need. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, Germans. Germans. Um, I hope they have something up their sleeve. This is what it's about. Don't get pissy and stomp your feet. Go go do something. Go do something. Show up. Take your bus. You're paying for it anyway, right? Didn't you already pay for the hotel? I don't know. Maybe did the bus company out of the goodness of their heart refund their money? Not sure. Because it's got publicity. Brent Lake Zurich, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Brett? Hey, guys. So... Uh, when I was at U of I, I was there just after their uh, just after their final four run. I was actually on the Illini Pride exec board and involved in planning one of the road trips when we went to uh, Penn State. I'll give that story in a second. But the current trust made two mistakes that we were told when we were making phone calls out to schools. Number one, whatever excuse or thing you come up with, you can't do. You can't use an actual organization, right? Which they obviously just apologized for. We had to create it with something else. The second one is whatever you do, don't use a champagne address because since this was, that was like our third, fourth year of doing road trips and schools had blocked any type of Illinois group because we got publicity when we went up on the first couple up to Minnesota and to Iowa, and they knew that this was happening. And so what we did when we went to Penn State in 2007, 
is we used one of our members had a suburban Chicago suburban address, and we said that we were a Chicago-based Penn State alumni group that was going out to Happy Valley for the game. Um, and they gave us 150 tickets, and the tickets they gave us were directly behind the Penn State home basket for the second half for an ESPN national game. That's great. And so we got a ton of hype and pub because of it. it and also then made it harder to continue the road trips and the excuses we had to have because Penn State was shooting at a basket full of orange when the rest of their stadium was white in their own home stadium. So, Brett, who's in charge of the, the orange crush now that are making all of these mistakes? A, misrepresenting yourself, and B, not having the wherewithal and the, I don't know what, to, to make sure that you're not sending your, your request in from a, a, an Illinois address. So... So we have, you know, the Illini Pride is like the student athletic that is in charge of and organizes events for all of the sports, and there's different factions. And then there's a, a vice president of Illini Pride that's in charge of Orange Crush, and there's Orange Crush chairs. So there's a bunch of people that are involved in the process, and, and I'm, it, 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 it's certainly not fault of, of one person. Um, and over the years, things, things change as they go. They might have a different process of how they go through it now, but it is indeed college students and exec board that um, – that meets and plans things out. And the planning is, is pretty involved as far and intricate with getting everything organized. So along the way, a couple of missteps were made. Um, and kudos to Iowa for, for sniffing it out. Again, I, I'm, I would guess that they ventured and figured this out shortly after the tickets were bought because we have tried to buy, and they would not allow us to buy for Champaign addresses specifically from University of Iowa in the past yes. as well. I, I agree with you, Brett. That's what I said. I think Iowa knew right away, and they played the game along with it, and then they put down their card on February 1st. I hope that... Brett, yeah, how would Brett, you respond? Uh, you know, I, it, I, was, listen, I was on hold yesterday when you guys were talking about it, trying to give some, like, first-hand account with it. Um, I, I mean, you have the buses. This is before Cam's put out. You have the buses. If you can get out there and, and take over multiple bars that the Iowa fans go to, I think that would anger plenty of people. But then again, I don't know what type of refusal of service they would try to pull, if that would be something or not, um, because you end up just uh, just out of luck out there. I would love to see, I don't expect it to happen, but I would love to see uh, Brad Underwood have his team show up and warm up in Orange Crush shirts during warm-ups tomorrow. Um, it, I, I mean, the cynic in me would love to say have them show up in Boys and Girls Club of Illinois shirts, but I don't want that to really happen um, because I think it just again it adds to the to the fuel of hating on Fran McCaffrey and everything Iowa and and obviously the, the rivalry the last few years. Uh, I mean, we won two in a row, so I can't necessarily say it's a rivalry currently on the court. We'll see how tomorrow goes, but the Demonte Williams uh, McCaffrey going nose to nose and almost getting a fight a few years ago and um, us. Kofi blocking Luca Garza to win to win the Big Ten. Chris Murray uh, or to win our last home game. Chris Murray, Keegan Murray missing the three pointer that allowed us to win the Big Ten last year at the butt. Like, there's a lot that's behind the, the two programs in there. So, I'm sure that it's. I, I would not expect them. I can't say I expect. I would love to see them show up. I don't think they're going to. But I'm all for the smoke screen, Tom. I'm with you on that. Yeah, good stuff, Brad. That's that's Thanks, a good call. Brad. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There he told him. He just said Orange Crush made several mistakes in their plotting. It's a bad. It's a bad. Uh, it was a bad plot. Let's see, uh, Mike in Bloomington. Mike, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Everything's good, yeah. Hi, Mike. Happy weekend. 
You too. You too. I think it's all in fun and games. Um, you know, I'm a huge Iowa fan through and through, but, you know, I give them credit for trying. I kind of wish Iowa would have just let them in, but just give them a top row of the entire arena, make them sit a single row all the way around at the very top. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, you know, just to keep it going. <laughs> that would be one row all the way around. Yeah, you're all together in one row. Yeah, that's in one row. Hey, you got your tickets. It's fair, and they sniffed it out from the get go. But they played right along with them, thinking they were going to get these, you know, great seats. And this is what you get. See, that's good fun. Like that's good fun. That's a way to. To keep the game Who's your going. guys? Who's your guys? Uh, your rival in basketball? Uh, it used to be Creighton. You want a bunch of Creighton fans in your like stadium? Creighton. If you can fill it I with your own fans, I, I don't mind. I, I I really don't mind. Like, like how many times have Packer fans? I mean, it, it's pros, but like this is what the Brewers and the Predators have done. Packer fans have come here, right? How, ma- how many times have Red Wings fans come to the Hawks Arena? Or vice versa. Like, I think that's sometimes what makes sports fun when it's 50-50. Don't you? Uh, I think I think college is a little different. I think that um, I'm not surprised that Iowa doesn't want 200 Illinois fans in their building. And if you can fill your facility and... You don't have any unsold tickets, then great. If you can't fill your arena and someone else is willing to buy the tickets, at the end of the day, you know, their money spends too. Like so, North, Northwestern's got a ton of Ohio State and Indiana fans Probably because they're not selling out. Like, I don't, like, I, 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 like, to not sell the tickets if you get in, like, it's just odd. I want to see what, what's the next move. Come on, what do you got? All right, Orange Crush, the challenge has been issued. 312-332-3776. Another uh, NBA player. Should I say another NBA player or should I say the same NBA player (laughs) has requested another trade? Yes, I think that's more accurate. And it's the big story in the NBA today. And Shams was on with us in studio today. I think you're going to be surprised with what he told us the path for the Bulls may be. We'll replay some of that stuff for you coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. My wife sent me the note from Cam's. Mentioned the bar Cam's. It's a uh, legendary bar on campus at the University of Illinois. Uh, they are paying $6,000 to donating $6,000 to the Orange Crush to cover the expenses that they are losing on the buses. So they're donating. It's very nice at yeah. the bar. And then they're hosting. So they get their money back anyway. Yes. All right, well, just be smarter about it next time you're trying to pull off a prank. This is uh, Exhibit A. Should we host them? Be smarter. And, and do a prank. Uh, should we do a, a, a prank? Uh, what do you seminar? call it? The seminar, yes. Probably so. Let's do a prank off. Not a prank they're, off. They are we currently to, losing the prank do off. the do's and don'ts of what, what to do when it comes to pranks. Yes. Do not 
use the address of Champaign, Illinois. Dumb. Like Abdallah was talking about the VPNs. Like if you're going to do it on the computer, you know, set it up like you're from out of the state of Illinois or yes. something like that. Come up with a fake group name. The Southern Illinois Cheese Farmers. Yes, you came up with a good one, like Dairy Farmers, yeah. right? Dairy Farmers of Iowa. Yes. Whatever it is. Yes. Just you're a false club. Yeah, the Cornhuskers right. of Iowa. You're not misrepresenting yourself as somebody who actually is somebody. It's a good uh, good thing. Come up with, it's a good contest we could yeah. do in the future. Yes. For the Orange Crush. Come up with uh, a fake uh, organization name. Not a charity. No. Not a charity. No, no. It's got to be so a fake it, it, group. Like, I thought that was good. The Penn's, the Chicago Al- Penn State Alumni Association there from Penn go. State. Yes. This was not thought out, I don't think, very well. Because this was bad execution. And that's why that's Iowa what threw down their, their Iowa, big card. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah? yeah well, look I at got what we pocket got. aces. Yeah. Yes. Here you go. How do you like them How apples? How do you like them apples? Exactly. A couple of things from Shams. Uh, Shams Sharania broke the story regarding um, Kyrie Irving is requesting a trade again. The way Shams told us is they were negotiating with him and there were some stipulations that they were putting in, some incentives uh, that he didn't like. And now he's at the point where even if they would offer him a max deal, he doesn't want to be there anymore. So he is asking for a trade before the deadline. And if he's not traded, he will not resign no matter what. It's it's a complete soap opera. It's I mean, he's playing great basketball. I get it. But, like, this is the ultimate buyer beware, is it not? Yes. it's a, And wherever he goes, he will find a way to be unhappy. Yeah. It doesn't matter History if he ends tells up in, us Fe- that. in Phoenix and Dallas, wherever he goes. He's always been that way. He found unhappiness when he played with LeBron in Cleveland. When he went to uh, the Boston Celtics, he didn't like being the focal point. You know, then he teamed up with Kevin Durant. And he has bitched and moaned the entire time. He's the ultimate grass is not greener person. Do you trust that he's going to be content wherever he goes through the course of a postseason run? No. And then going forward? I I would not trust him at all. I would not trust him in the slightest. I know. Like, that leads me to to wonder what someone's going to be willing to give up for him if, in fact, you are willing to make the deal. We're, I mean, what, what, yeah. the Lakers feel like a, 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 a playground of dysfunction. So right. maybe they're desperate. Yeah. Like what? Would maybe they, they feel that because LeBron and Kyrie have a history right. that that will work. I remember in the offseason or before the season began, hoping that he was traded to the Lakers because I thought it would be fabulous drama. You want to see that? I want to see it now. Then maybe it will work in L.A. more so than in other places. I don't know. But two desperate parties, right? Um, I'm going to play you what Shams said about the Bulls. This was very interesting stuff. Maybe not the interesting stuff that you were looking for, though. Shams Sharania was in the the Old National Bank studio with us and uh, talked about how the Bulls may not be looking to to tank. Mm. Everything I'm told about the Bulls, their full intention and full goal right now is to keep trying to win. They're trying to be a team that's going to compete and contend for the playoffs. I believe they're the 10th seed right now in the play-in tournament, maybe 11th. 
Um, they're, they're, I mean, that the separation between 7 and 10, 11, it's, it's going to be a race all year. And now I think teams are looking at that play-in kind of like an extended playoffs for, for the NBA. And I think that's what provided a lot of uh, balance throughout the league and why the trade deadline is going to be very interesting this year when the league is more open than ever. Uh, from everything I'm told, they want to contend for the playoffs, play-in, playoffs, um, and not toil in the lottery. And this year makes it tough, too, because th- their first-round pick isn't under their control. It's a, it's a top-four protected that, that would go to Orlando. So imagine giving up Zach Levine for draft picks or giving up you know, DeMar DeRozan, who was just named an all-star, for draft picks. And you tank, and you don't get your first-round pick anyway, and you're sitting in the war room at, you know, and being like, we just gave up a good player for a pick like three, four years down the line. Now, listen, if someone blows them away for Zach Levine and gives them something like the Hawks got for DeJounte Murray, I mean, they'd be foolish not to listen. Uh, but right now, that offer just has not come. So that's uh, where they are. Status quo, it sounds like. What about uh, adding? Sham surprised us with that. The Bulls may be in the market to add. I've heard they're being more active in other ways. They're trying to go get a get guard help in in the trade market. You know, they're they're still trying to figure out is Lonzo Ball going to be able to play the, at any point the rest of the year. I think they're they're still holding out a little bit of hope. Uh, but listen, I think the signs aren't that good. We hear what Billy Donovan says publicly, um, but they're holding out on that hope. But they have been active in the marketplace, trying to go get a guard out there um, and see. You know, can they get some help to this group? I've heard more of that than I've heard, hey, like they're shopping Zach or they're shopping DeMar. Now, listen, there are issues that I reported on that this team has gone through, uh, disconnected different points. Um, you know, the Billy Donovan uh, aspect that we reported on, that there's also been some level of frustration there. Um, but the talent, when you look at the talent, the, there is talent on this team. There's more talent on this team than there was when our church Christian Novas took over. Um, now can this talent put it together? We we haven't seen them do it yet. How will they do it? That's obviously on them. Can you speculate a guard name? Like, can you think? Like, they desperately need a point guard. I think we've all talked about that, and that's who you thought that you were getting, obviously, with Lonzo Ball. Are we talking about shooting hell? I mean, they could use some shooters, too. Like, who, who are we thinking that, that may be available? We, and we what, do saw, you have, we, what do you have to give up? We saw a rumor or a report about Fred Van Vliet uh, with Toronto. Like, Toronto's in the sell mode now. You know, like, Toronto last year was one of these surprise young teams that was in the 4-5 spot, same as the Bulls. And now they've underachieved, and now they're in, like, the sell mode. Van Vliet's been one of these guys that's been The Bulls have mentioned. nothing to... They don't have any picks to give you. Yeah. So what are they... Like, I get the concept of trying to add a guard, add some shooting. What are you giving up? I don't know. You don't have anything really to barter with. Like, I think you just... You're holding on tight and you're just hoping beyond hope that you become a better basketball team. Good luck with that. And then, uh, and then what about Vooch? Like, I, he's an expiring deal. Um, I don't think you want to sign him. I I know I don't want to sign him long term. Thirty two, right? Thirty two, thirty three years, years yeah. old. Yeah. So, what about trading uh, Vooch before the the trade deadline? I haven't heard them make calls. I haven't heard them really take calls on Vooch. I think this is a guy that's going to be a free agent this summer. He's going to command a pretty sizable contract, and it's going to be, you know, if 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 a team is going to trade for Nikola Vucevic, they're going to want to know can we retain you in the summer? And right now. Not to my knowledge has that happened. Status quo. That's what you're left with. We'll see if that, and Shams is as connected as anybody out there. We'll see if that changes by Thursday. 
But that's been the M.O. right now since they put this team together. That was what they did at the tra- uh, at the offseason. And we'll see if they look to just play this out for the rest of the year. Then look to retool by next offseason. Trying to sneak into the to the playoff picture, whether it's the 10th seed or the the 7th seed or whatever it is. That's a whole lot of hope. Hope for nothing. It's not an right? answer. Like, it's not yeah, an answer. They, they don't, I don't know if there is an answer. No, yeah. there's no answer to this. Matt Hickey, who tweets me a lot about Bulls stuff, he gets mad at me quite a bit about stuff. What's he get mad He about? gets mad a lot about Vooch that I don't give Vooch's due, he thinks. He's mad, too, at Bulls fans about Zach Levine. He thinks that Bulls fans, he didn't like the poll yesterday about that 49% of the people thought that Zach Levine should be traded. I told him I would read his tweets, so I'll do this. He, he Two separate tweets. He goes, I ask again, has there ever been a star player Chicago fans have turned against more quickly than Zach Levine? And then he sent out another tweet. Seriously, you should do, you should do a poll and or segment on this. I can't think of a star player Chicago fans turned on more quickly. Maybe you can. Turned on? Like, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I think that's, A, I think that's strong language, not like swear language, but I think that's a strong. First of all, I, I, I'm not sure that there was 100% buy-in from Bulls fans to begin with. That's exactly right. Okay, so there was. I don't think it was, was close. I thought was, it was 50-50 to begin there with. There was 50-50 on our show. You and I were for it, and Black and Abdallah were against it. Right. Like, that just tells you that's a micro... against yes, it. A lot of guys a, against... It's a signing. microcosm of the entire, you know, situation. I don't think there was ever a true buy-in from the fan base on Zach to begin with. I, you're, there's, like, he's very cutty-ish. You yeah, were either a Zach polarizing. guy or... Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you were either... And I'm not talking about attitude. I'm just saying... Right. You were either a Zach guy or you weren't a Zach guy. Right. For or against. The no in between. Um, l- look, in my, my response, I was a guy that thought that it was the right decision. Right now, he's not a, you're, you're not winning more games because of him. And he has to play a bigger role in the outcome, the outcomes of a lot of these games as your most costly player. Right. Like if you look, we we can you could talk about numbers, salaries, or whatever else. It, when you pay him what they pay him, they're expecting him to be the reason why you are winning games, and that hasn't been the case. Yes, so I don't think he was ever Zach Levine in my world was never a beloved player in this town ever. I don't think there was ever a time Zach Levine was beloved. I think there was a time when he signed an eighty million dollar deal that people didn't think he earned that. I. He played into that deal, and he earned a lot of respect for me. This was always a 60-40 for me, yeah. like in terms of support versus right. lack of support. And I think like there are guys like Derrick Rose who had 100% support yeah. and lost a lot of fans over the injuries. I think there's a guy like Chris Bryant who, to me, like was really on top of his game, who came in like a firestorm. There's your answer a, to his question. A, a rookie of the year, an MVP, and then bruised and battered and just not as productive and he wanted to get paid and people were like chris you want to get paid where's the production you're not a superstar anymore and then there wasn't the love for bryant like there was for schwarber and for rizzo and for Baez. 
And I don't think by the end Chris Bryant was the beloved player yeah. like some of the other Cubs were at the end of the run. I think Bryant is the answer when he says, name me a player. And Bryant was significantly more, more accomplished. Loved. And, and, more, and loved. more loved. Yes, Chris Bryant was way more loved than Zach Levine has ever been in well, this town. Chris Bryant was the, the rookie of the year. He was the MVP. You know, he helped you win a title. And people were ready to send him away. Yes, yes. And, and, and we were two of those people because... He set the bar way up here and failed to be able to reach his own set expectation level. Like, so much more so than Zach. People turned on Chris Bryant more than Zach. Turned is still too too hard a term for me. Right. Zach doesn't do himself a lot of favors either, and I'm a Zach supporter. Again, like, Zach doesn't take a lot of accountability. Zach doesn't play defense all the time. There was a play late in the game he made that was good. There was a time in the game, late fourth quarter, when my buddy texted me, Zach had zero rebounds. Zero rebounds. I think... I don't think he had a point until... He he went two quarters without a point, didn't he? He goes second, third quarter. And if you want to be beloved, those are things you have to do. Uh, Carmen uh, and my buddy Jeff and I were tweeting two games ago... Where I think he had a double-double and it was a couple of uh, assists shy of a triple-double or something. And I want to say it was his first or second double-double of the year. And one of the people in the chain wrote, this is really his first double-double of the year? What star has his first double-double of the year this late in the season? Yeah. Well, one that only scores. That's your answer. So people want to see more from someone who gets paid a lot. I want to see more. I thought I would see more. I, maybe I was gullible for suggesting that we would see more. But, look, if people are frustrated with Zach Levine, I wouldn't be pointing the finger at those people. I would be pointing the finger to the consistent lack of difference-making play that you get from your max player. Right, right. Look look, look to Zach for more instead of getting angry at the fan base. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up next. Hey, get auto show savings all month long at hawkauto.com. Choose from new Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, Volkswagen, Nissan, and Wagoneer models, and a huge selection of pre-owned and certified pre-owned vehicles. Save with 0% financing or $500 to $7,000 bonus cash. Get your auto show savings today at hawkauto.com. Drive what I drive. Drive a Hawk on select models with approved credit. Some may not qualify. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome to in studio. Did you hear our version of all calls welcome yesterday? Uh, which por- portion? We was had a George. Oh, well, that was weird when George talked about taking off his pants when he gets in the door and yeah. he's horny for Justin Fields. I missed that one. That was, that was I, I definitely missed that no, one. We, yeah, your life's okay. The, the <laughs> Don't guy, worry about it. The guy, JD, when he left um, East Bank Club, and he just randomly called to tell us an 
Oh, yeah. Anthony Davis story. Oh, he's been trying to, okay. He's been trying to call into Carmen Yurko for days, and I keep telling him, dude, we're talking Bears. Call, like, call us later. Yes, yeah. The same, every day, every day. So he called in and told a random Anthony Davis forgets where he came from story. Yeah. And how he used to be like Urkel when he was growing up. (laughs) And yeah. he could barely get laid. And now all of a sudden he forgets where he came from. Oh. And, and I go, dude, I'm like, what made you think today to just call in with a random Anthony I Davis thought, story? I thought your all calls welcome was having <laughs> Mo, Chase, Eddie, and Mitchell and Desplaines all in the same segment. Boom, boom, that's, boom, that's boom, basically boom. basically what Line we do. Up. Yeah, that's Friday coming up at some point. That's tonight. stress. <laughs> well, that's yeah. stress. I mean... It, uh, you need you, you know what? Here, let me help you. <laughs> I give him timers now. I give Chase a timer now. Yeah, that's true. I count Yo, to thirty. Dollar, what's dollar's up? Dollar's up? I count to thirty and then I Yo, that's Black, it. what's up? I'll, I'll give Chase this. He had a uh, coherent call the other night. It was a Bulls it was a yeah, Bulls call. It was yeah. good. Yeah. It was good. It, it had nothing to do with Mitchell Trubisky. It was nice. Yeah. It was, it was well, we, I, you know what? I think I've blunted his Mitch Trubisky love. No, we we still get it. Do you get it? He doesn't even bring it up to me anymore. Oh, that's nice. It is. I feel like that's the one thing I've accomplished in the calendar 2022. Chase doesn't come at me with Mitch comments anymore. I love I love Chase, but like I have people in my life, and I hate this. When I'm ready to leave somewhere, I want to leave. And there are people like I tell my wife, I'm like. This person in your life takes too long to say goodbye. Yeah, Midwest goodbye. We need to go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Chase oh, yeah. is the opposite. Chase takes too long to say hello. Like, <laughs> Chase says hello for five minutes in his phone call. Would you yeah. just say Get what you point, want man. to say? That's why I gave him a timer. That's why he gets 30 seconds. We were out recently, and we uh, we did the opposite of that to leave the bar. We walked around the backside of the bar to leave. Because we didn't want to walk through the group of people we were with to leave and then say, like, hey, like we're goodbye. leaving, hey, we're leaving, hey, bye, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to leave, yeah. You Here pulled we a Houdini. We, we should we call just, that a Houdini we in college. We went the back side of yeah. the bar and out. Call that a Houdini Gone. in college. Yeah, we'll see you again. We always would be at the bar, same yeah. thing, Yeah, and we'd all be looking around, everyone's hammered, know? it's one fifteen, and it was like, where's... He pulled a Houdini he's again. A, he's asleep. He's gone. Snuck out. He's already yeah. asleep at home. That's no, the best I was not asleep it. at home back in college. <laughs> That's I was the best leading way the charge. <laughs> two at two. Two kegs. Uh, C44. Two kegs at two o'clock. Oh. Every Saturday after games. God. That's what, pretty good. What was the dating guy who used to do two and two? Uh, was that Chuck Woolery? Chuck was Woolery. It? We so were two like, and two. Two kegs oh, yeah, at two, two, two o'clock. So when the bar closed, just know we were tapping kegs, two of them, at 2 o'clock. <laughs> That's great. Two minutes, two seconds. Right back at you. <laughs> that was great. It was. Chuck Woolery. Yes. Is he no longer with us? No, no, he's with us. Is okay. he? He's doing oh, yeah. gold commercials, I think. He's, uh, he's, a little, he's lost it, right? Isn't he one he's, of those? I think he's selling gold. He went wacky on us. I'm not sure if he went wacky, but I think I think he's I think he's selling gold products. Yeah, I think I think when the the pandemic started, he went he went way way to the other side. You know, like yeah, I think he's one of those now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Yeah, right. His Twitter bio is yep. Yeah, yeah he's look at that. Full on, yeah. yeah, he's got the blunt force truth yes. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what nice. is a what is a blunt force? What? Yeah, he, he's telling Hollywood you the truth. Conservative. Model. Yeah, he's he's going to let you know oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I just want to buy some gold. Yeah, well, that's all no, I want. Well, he's, like, he's I get some gold. I just want some no. gold. <laughs> I want some gold. All I see here is political stuff. I want to buy some gold. Dude, he's so hard. He's connection guy. We're not political. He's he's so hard. He's going in on Fox. Like Fox is tame for this guy. Like oh. 
yeah. They're not telling the truth. Yeah, oh yeah. Chuck, I'll tell you the truth. Chuck Woolery selling gold. Selling cars, selling gold coins. Yeah. Gold coins. See, there you go. Get paid in go. gold. Get paid in gold. Get paid in gold. Yeah. The Twitchers are saying he's with the, the pillow guy. Oh, it's, it's the two with the pillow yeah, guy? Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Capsule is he selling sellers? gold? No? Who else is selling gold? the worst pillow I ever experienced. <laughs> I, I heard from I was supporting Cap and I I go this is the my pillow you know what was it was it was it too, a bunch of cotton balls well, it wasn't in su- that thing it, it wasn't support like Made it didn't support you right well it was built with liberal tears is what it was built with <laughs> and, and you know what they told you to do to it you were supposed to put it in the dryer right yeah how fluff right. it you have to like, fluff it up this is that's the what you're pillow? supposed to do that's what how you're much supposed is to do it? Cap says is the best pillow how much did it cost like 80 bucks a pillow or something really? like oh yeah they how much expensive. does a pillow cost in general a good oh, pillow a good pillow is like a couple five dollars Depends. When we, uh, when that's Chris just and I, a sack with crumpled up newspaper in Chris it. Chris and I lived together. Lay your head on it. Chris and I lived together. <laughs> he went, we went to Target. We would, we would drive to Target together. Like, hey, I'm going to Target. Do you want to come with? Sure, yeah. And I found him in the pillow aisle, laying on the testing. ground, testing. testing? He's yes, testing I was. Pillows on yeah, the it was. In yeah, Target. Well, it's how true. are you supposed to test? Were you high? Thank you. Thank no, you. He didn't you like, what are you doing? He's never smoked or, or he didn't no, done anything. I might take the pillow and put it against the wall. No. No, 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 no. On the ground. On the you ground. Have to, you have to lay He's down. On the ground. I'll you're find laying the, on the ground. You're getting dirty. I'll tweet out the, the picture if I can ground, find him on the Yes. He's just sitting there. He's like, nope, too soft. No, too too hard. I need a firm pillow. Yeah, yes. this one's just if right. it's too soft, then what are you doing? Like when you go to a hotel and it just like flops. Yeah, Goldilocks in the target. Yeah, a couple on top yeah. of each other, the flat ones. Yeah. Then it's too high. Pillows right. cost two hundred bucks. Oh, pillows oh, are yeah. some Pants. pillows are expensive. Yeah. 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 I will yeah. say this. We we soft can. sheets. I do. What's your thread count, Waddle? I have no idea, <laughs> yeah. but I can tell the difference between like bad sheets and good sheets. You're welcome. What does that mean? Sheets? Egyptian cotton, baby. You're welcome. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. He's taking did you did you did, were you responsible for it? For yes. it? Paper, cotton and the really? Egyptian cotton and numbers, math. That's right. We came up with that. Oh, you have no concept of math. I don't, but my people did. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're taking responsibility. They for also it. made paper. Anything you want? Anything else you want to make? Find a roll up. Yeah. Exactly. So good. That papyrus? Yeah. Why do you think I'm so you good at it? You smoke it, right? Why do you think I'm so good at it? <laughs> all right. Well, all calls welcome. 312-332-3776. Brought to you by oh, the yeah. Chicago Hounds. I go guess. Spain. Are you guys from Spain? Go Spain. All right. Indeed. Go Spain. We've we got three guys outside from Spain. Up awesome. with Spain. Wow. Is it this cold in Spain? It's nowhere near no. this cold in Spain. <laughs> no, not no. this cold in Spain. It's got the Matumbo fever. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's good. a few months too early. I don't know what you're doing here. That's awesome, though. I didn't know if they were Sarah Spain fans when they put Go Spain up. Or if they were like, from Spain. That was funny. They're here though. early for the World Cup. Yeah. Like four years. Yeah. That was good. Like eight years early? Uh, is it eight years from now or is it four years from now? I thought the next one was here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good call. Four years. Four yeah. years. I'm right. All right. Early. Thank you to Sham Sharania right. for joining us in studio. Uh, thank you to Tyler Aki and Jeff Meller for Waddle. I'm Sylvia. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a Flip great weekend. Off.